Welcome to Grounding Ascension, where we explore topics around activating and integrating our I am presence, coming back to our true selves. I am your host, Celeste Gluz. Aloha, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Grounding Ascension. I'm happy to share with you that this is the start of a new series that I will be releasing, especially on Lemuria. So some of you have already read or have heard of the book that I wrote, I Am Lemuria. And ever since arriving to Hawaii, I've wanted to take this series out into the world. And it just seems like now, May of 2021, is the time. And I think the reason for this is because the light levels and the amount of accelerated transformation that is happening at this time is pretty incredible and kind of shocking to our system. And I know that we say that a lot, the light level and the transformation is so strong. It's you know, more powerful than it's ever been. But it truly is. I mean, if you look at the solar flares that are coming in and the Schumann resonance that is happening since the start of May, it's pretty wild. It's off the charts. And I noticed it more specifically yesterday on the beach. And I share this with you because if I would have experienced this a few years ago, I would have really been worried. I would have expressed a sort of need to reach out to help. But knowing what I've known now and living through a certain number of experiences, it is now more of a norm. And it's something that I think we all need to be aware of because chances are either you or someone close to you, someone that you love, someone in your family or close community of friends and um, neighbors is likely going to start to experience these things. So let me share with you exactly what happened. I woke up yesterday as I normally do when there's a lot of light coming in, when there are solar flares or the Schumann resonance, it's pretty strong. I start to feel extreme nausea and hungers, changes, um, energy levels are very drastic. So either extreme exhaustion or extreme creativity, it's really not a balanced nervous system, right? It's very uh, extreme on one end or the other. And sort of this easy access to a deep meditative state. So very easily able to calm the mind and access a deeper state of calmness and mindfulness within. So that's for me in my experience. And I say that because it's different for everyone what tends to happen when these influxes of light come on to earth. So I wake up like that. I know more or less what is happening and I make it a point to get out and ground. It's really important at this time when we start to feel these things to put your feet on earth as much as you humanly can. So I go out to the beach 
and I am consciously connecting with the earth beneath me and the sun above me, allowing the energy of the earth and the sun to move through my body and do what it needs to do. Now, again, I've learned to do this through time. It's not something that I knew was necessary at the beginning. So before I knew these things, um, it would really throw me off. It would throw off my mind and body. And um, it just really takes a toll on our physical reality, to say the least. So I'm on the sand. I'm receiving the energy of the earth and the sun. And of course, as it happens with a lot of light coming in, I start to feel very dizzy. And this sense of the world sort of moving underneath my feet and reality starts to get very wobbly and sort of um, open to interpretation. Okay. I am under no <laughs> substances, um, just completely, you know, out in the open, minding my own business and the earth underneath me and the literal substance of space, the air around me starts to almost shape shift, if you will. Now, again, I share this for two reasons. One, so that if you ever start to feel a little destabilized or if you start to realize like, whoa, I'm looking at a wall or I'm looking at some kind of physical thing that's in front of me, a chair, a car, right? Like a book, something that is materially, physically in the 3D realm, supposed to be just very stiff, right? Which is most of our reality. And it starts to sort of get wobbly. At first, you start to think it's just your mind. Eventually, you will start to notice that as the light levels start to lift and increase on this planet, what is happening is that if we can consciously approach this process, which is the ascension process, which is all of what I talk about in the Divine I Am course, the definition and the substance of reality begins to soften and shapeshift and begins to sort of flow, if you will. Now, I know some of you could have possibly experienced this under substances, but again, I'm saying that this is happening under no substances. This is a completely natural state of mindfulness and being. And it is something that is going to start happening, if not already is happening to many of us. And I think it's important to share this because as I share my story more, right, in the beginning, it was one of the hardest things for me to even express because, you know, God forbid I share something like this. Um, and as I, as I start to share it with more people, I start to hear how a lot of people are experiencing these things, but they're not allowing themselves to believe it. And this is my main intention behind sharing this. It's not to tell you, you know, what can happen or what you will experience, or it's not to do any of that. It's mainly to normalize what is bound to be experienced by yourself or by some of you your loved ones or your friends and family. So starting to make this conversation more normal and to understand that it actually has to be experienced, right? And it cannot be labeled as some sort of 
mental illness or anything like that is actually the more we are able to merge realities the more we are able to bring in the higher light because it's the higher light that breaks apart the density of this quote-unquote 3d reality so again at some point we will all have to start to merge the wobbly um, flowy states of the higher dimensions into this 3d reality right my inability to do that for many years is what caused me to be very out of body in depression and not able to fit into society and sort of that integration of the higher realms into the lower realms and merging the above and the below the within and with the out that process is not an easy process and you need support in that. We all need support in that. There's a lot that we need to learn, we need to ground, and we need to accept about that process, right? And so, again, my intention with this series about Lumeria is, of course, one, to share the love of Lumeria, but also to share with you not only my experience, but the experience of other people who have access currently and live knowing not only the existence of Lumeria, but these higher states of consciousness that can be grounded into our everyday reality. So if you take nothing else other than the merging of what is happening right now and the responsibility that we have as healers, as conscious beings, as birthers of the new, let this be your reminder that not only is it okay and normal to experience these things, it's actually your responsible destiny to do so. So I hope that this brings up a little bit of a light bulb in your head, in your heart to experience, to accept, and to be open to some of the things that perhaps your mind or your heart would have told you otherwise are unacceptable or impossible. I'm learning more and more with every day that passes that the more I am open to experiencing magic, the more magic arrives in my life. I also want to share with you one last comment about this process for me. If you have not read my book, I explain a lot about the meditations that I journeyed into in the beginning of this spiritual awakening. And these meditations would take me to what I eventually understood to be Lumeria, an ancient civilization that existed in the beginning of time on earth. Now, these meditations that I would access, of course, in the beginning, I thought it was all hallucinations and things that I was making up, right? But I would go into these incredibly jaw-dropping, mind-altering, ecstatic places of bliss and joy, and places that to me at a soul level were nourishing. I actually felt nourished by this environment that I would access via meditation. Well, through the years of experiencing this and through um, really trusting these intuitive hits and having the courage to move through the things that presented myself and my husband through life. 
life eventually brought us to move to Hawaii. And it's actually in Hawaii that I am now living the reality of those meditations, meaning the places that I used to visit via meditation exist right here in my backyard. Now, I didn't know that while visiting Hawaii because we visited Hawaii several times before deciding to move here. And during those visits, of course, we experienced and interacted with divinely, incredibly magical places on these islands. But it hasn't become a true reality that my meditations were real until actually trusting my gut to face the fears of making a move here and establishing a life here. And again, I only share that because a lot of times when we access certain visions and meditations or certain experiences, we genuinely believe it is something that we're making up like I did for many, many years. And it's only through following it through and trusting our intuition and trusting that something so out of our perceived reality can be real and following through with our intuitive gut, even though we may think it's completely crazy and completely just makes no sense. It's only through living those experiences out that we can start to bridge the worlds. We can start to bridge what is in the unseen with the seen. We could start to bridge the higher dimensions into the quote-unquote lower dimensional realities. So again, this is bringing light to the fact that whatever it is that you're experiencing or what people around you may be experiencing, however far-fetched that reality or experience may be, there is a need for you to start believing in it. And that leads me to the last point of this episode, which is what can you actually do if you are experiencing these things and you are not at the place where you can yet speak about them or share them, or perhaps you know someone who is experiencing these things and you are genuinely worried for them because that is the first step, realizing that somebody is experiencing something so out of this world that you either are forced to seek help for them or you're just genuinely worried for that men- that person's mental health or mental well-being. So first and foremost, it's really important to find a community. And that is the first thing that I, I explain in my book, that I explain in my course, Divine I Am, is find a community. Nowadays, it is really easy to find that community. There are so many communities online that you can easily access. When I first started this process of spiritual awakening, it wasn't that common. So to find someone that I could share this with was not that easy. There weren't people talking about it like there is now. So first and foremost, you need to gather people, whether they are experiencing some of the things similar to you or not, You need to find communities that are talking about this. And this is one of the reasons why I was so excited to interview Phil Borges, which is the last episode 
before this one because they made the documentary crazy wise and they showed how this process of spiritual awakening has always been a part of life. And the more I read into ancient cultures and tradition and Native American and indigenous cultures, it was always a part of their tribe to have somebody to hold that space of spiritually awakening and sort of be a doula for that person. There was always somebody in the community to help support you in that. And so that's why I say the first thing to do is find people that you can trust and share your experiences with. And that leads me to the next point is actually speak up about your experiences, whether it's with somebody that you really trust and you know that they're not going to judge you for your experiences or with a professional. And when I say professional, I I really just mean a, a healer or someone that has experienced something similar, not necessarily a medical professional. And I say that because sometimes you really need somebody that has lived that experience in order to give you a grounded answer as opposed to somebody who hasn't really lived the experience and might put you on some kind of prescription which will long-term hurt you. And lastly, what I highly recommend is to ground, to put your bare feet on the earth. And that's exactly how I started this episode for that very reason, because if you are not exposing your electromagnetic field, your auric field, your energy field, if you're not merging it with the intelligence of nature, then it's really going to throw you off. And it took me many years to understand the importance of that. So again, this ability to sit your butt on the ground, <laughs> take your bare feet on the grass, on the soil, on the beach, on the sand, that is going to be your saving grace through the process of spiritual awakening. And lastly, for those of you Lemurian souls, I just want to share with you that now more than ever, I feel this energy rising, awakening, and calling so many new souls on this planet. So if you are called to Lemuria and to the ancient civilization that is Mu, keep an eye out for these next few episodes. I'm really excited to be sharing with you um, these special guests that will be coming on speaking about their experiences with Lumeria and the Lumerian wisdom. So I hope that this has shed a little light and love on spiritual awakening and Lumeria. And if it calls you, stay tuned for the next few episodes. Until next time, my friends, mwah, sending you much love.